0: The Toronto Blue Jays beat up on the Twins' bullpen. It's a 9-3 final in the series opener of this four-game set at Target Field. We're going to break it all down for you on today's Locked On Twins postcast. You are Locked On Twins postcast. Part of Locked On Sports Minnesota. Your team
1: every day.
0: And welcome to another edition of our Lockdown Twins postcast. Today is Thursday, August 4th. I'm the host of Lockdown Twins, Nash Walker, your threader and reporter at Access Twins, Mr. Brandon Warren. Before we get started, it's time to make your moment sparkle with jewelry from bluenow.com. And going on now is the Bluenow Anniversary Sale. Save up to 40% on classic fine jewelry pieces and 25% on engagement ring settings, plus Every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress-free and find your forever peace. Go to bluenow.com today. Brandon, Twins were up one nothing in the sixth inning of this game. As crazy as that is, it's a
1: 9-3 finish for the
0: Jays. What's
1: your takeaway here? How long can you play with fire before you get burnt? I mean, Sonny Gray had the trifecta of fives. Five innings, five strikeouts, five walks. Managed to get out of it unscathed after sneaking out of the bases loaded situation with Vlad Guerrero jr. This was not a nice game, but there were uh, six walks and nine strikeouts for blue Jays hitters. And they went six for nine with runners in scoring position. That is it's evidence that you're not going to have a good time. And the fact that it was only nine to three is probably more indicative of the fact that the twins really held tight early on, but you can't keep a team like Toronto down for an entire night when they're polluting the bases like this. 19 base runners in nine innings. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just what's going to happen. Well, Sonny, was, he was pretty decent. Maybe against another offense,
0: they're chopping those sinkers into the ground, those sinkers, you know, low and away. But they, they were spitting on those pitches his entire start. As you mentioned, he got out of there five innings scoreless. And, you know, overall, he gave the Twins a chance to win tonight, just couldn't give them length.
1: Yeah, and i it, it's going to be that way sometimes, and people will be upset that Emilio Pagan came in and pitched poorly. He's been good for a while. He'll have a bad one here or there. He's not high on their list to leverage guys. The sixth inning is not a leverage spot, even if it's a one-run or two-run game. I get it. I get that people don't want him to lose the game for them in that spot, but you can't go Fulmer, Jacks, Duran, Lopez every single night. It's just not going to work that way. You need someone to throw the sixth. You need someone to throw the seventh before you can even think about Duran and Lopez. And, you know, it is what it is. I still think the bullpen one through seven, one through eight is pretty solid with guys like Pagan, Duffy, Thielbar, way down that that totem pole or that pecking list, uh, McGill, you know, no Joe Smith anymore. You know, they've, they've thinned the herd considerably. No Jarrell Cotton anymore. I think cotton's decent. I hope he clears waivers and hangs around. But just one of those nights, and I hate saying that over and over again, but I just I can't spend that much energy being upset about one and one sixty two when they could just as easily come back and win the next three and take three or four in the series. I'm not saying they will, but you know, it's just it's just not that worth that much energy. I stayed off Twitter tonight. And I'm very glad I did.
0: (laughs) Anthony, front end of the bullpen still sucks. Offense has been dead since the All-Star break. Not a good mix. Doesn't matter how bad the bullpen performs when we can't hit. Someone I'm watching, Brandon, I'm I'm really hoping for a big second half from Carlos Correa. Carlos Correa was worth seven wins above replacement last year for the Astros. He's on pace for like two and a half this year with the Twins. And I know slow start, COVID, the finger, but I'm hoping for a second half offensively and defensively where he is that MVP level player made a a bad error tonight. I don't know what he was, what he was doing there. And then at the plate, there's just not a lot going on.
1: I tweeted it before actually yesterday, but if you were to somehow be able to quantify the number of signature moments a player has had this season, I think Gio Urshela has more than Carlos Correa and that's not to say he's better. No question. But Gio's in the middle of all these things and it's it's hard to quantify because you know, we're analytics and data and all that, but guys who just find themselves in that situation more often than not, it makes you wonder if there's just some kind of force there, like an angels in the outfield force or something. But I mean, this could just as easily be rendered moot by Korea hitting 400 the rest of the way, finishing the season as a six win player. And you or I look like soothsayers rather than uh, schmucks. But he needs to heat up again. But you know what? He started slow too and heated up and then slowed down. So maybe it's a year where he's going to be kind of ebb and flow as opposed to just awesome or very good all season long.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, as soon as he was getting hot, the finger and then COVID and but this feels like a this feels like a runway for him. So hopefully we see that start to happen. A Couple guys showed up offensively tonight. Brandon Nick Gordon, Jake Cave hit the ball hard. Jake Cave had a homer tonight. Nick Gordon doubled down the line, gave the twins a chance to score a couple runs there and tie the game. They scored one on the Miranda ground out, but good to see the left-handed bats coming through tonight. Gordon and cave.
1: Yeah. Only three hits all night and caves was the third. And that was when the game was well at hand. So just another sleepy night offensively. And, you know, we talk about it being the unusual suspects. Correa got a hit, which again, you kind of expect, but cave and Gordon, you know, arise has been in some kind of funk. I, I don't know. I don't have numbers on it, but the fact that he's hitting 326 right now, he's dropped about 35 points in batting average in the last few weeks. And again, it's not fair to expect him to stay up in that 340, 350 range. But when he slumps and is not quite where he needs to be, and Buxton is is scuffling a bit at the plate, and you're not getting much out of much out of Gary Sanchez because he's you know being put back there just about every day. It's you know, sometimes you play hopscotch with the holes in the order. And those big spots come up with the guy on second and third, and they don't get him in. And it's just it's emblematic of an offense that's really hot or cold, and right now they're cold. And 0-3 with runners in scoring position, that tells two stories. One, they didn't get the job done, but you should have way more than three plate appearances in a game with runners in scoring position if you're going to beat the Toronto Blue Jays, a very capable offensive ball club. Louis, since the all-star break,
0: 263 entering today, 282 on base, slugging 342 for a six twenty-four OPS. I think some of that is he's seeing more lefties, but I mean yeah. you just you can tell no, he's
1: He he Homered off one. I mean, who was that he yeah. Homered off uh, Manaya.
0: Yep, Manaya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a legit guy to Homer left on left. Twins lost, but so do the Sox and Guardians. We'll talk about it after that. this word from Bill Barr. Built Bar is delicious, yes, but Built Bars are healthy. It's really the best of both worlds, and you're going to love the new Cookie Dough Chunk Puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late-night treat, or just need to grab a quick bite, Built is the perfect protein bar, and they taste better than a candy bar. Ditch the calories, fat, and sugar. Grab yourself a built Bar. Go to built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15. So the Sox and Guardians both lose Sox in Texas. Lose 3-2 to the Rangers and the Guardians destroyed by the Astros and Justin Berlander at home, much like the Twins with Manoa and the Blue Jays. Um, The AL Central just means more, Brandon.
1: (laughs) It sounds like a slogan, but... uh, (laughs) And by the way, I love the enthusiasm we have for the ad reads. And I kind of gauge how the Twins played by your intro. Uh, you're welcome. So I, I thought I'd <laughs> share that with you. Yeah, I mean, every night the Twins are needing to rely more on the other teams and how they're facing the White Sox and Guardians because they haven't necessarily taken care of business and head-to-head matchups. And again, too, it's it's not a crime to lose to Alec Manoa. Alec Manoa is a freaking good pitcher, man. You know, it's it's not a crime to lose to that offense. You know, it it hurts more when when Whit Merrifield goes off on you mm, no than question. it does Vladimir Guerrero Jr. You know, he's Whit Merrifield's struggled all year, and he gets a couple hits, and you know he's doing things out in center field. So it's a one game deal. I think there were issues. Correa had some problems. Arise had some problems at first base. Miranda had some problems at third. It just um, even that dropped pop up for Polanco in the ninth that he ended up throwing to second, like it wasn't an easy play, but it just had one of those feels of like the late Molitor era, where when something unraveled, it just kept going and going and going. Um, and then the sign of a good team is, do you come back the next day with that patched up and and just kind of flush it?
0: Should be fun. Barrios Malley tomorrow. Tyler Malley making his Twins debut. Friday night at Target Field. Cole Swindell is out there right now performing <laughs> or will be soon. And that that's a great sold-out attendance for that game, Brandon. Yeah. Hey, it was good for six. It was good for six.
1: Well, and so it's kind of a fun story of divergence. Mally, the Twins' acquisition in 2022. Barrios, the Twins' trade in 2021. And they're basically similar caliber pitchers. The Twins paid a much lower price in my estimation, but it's it's just gonna be curious to see how that goes. And to Barrios, seven one five ERA on the road, he's really struggled away from. I still call it the Skydome, Rogers Center, whatever it's called now. It'll be interesting to see if if he still has the Twins number. I I did a hit on Toronto today uh, on the fan up there, and he they asked me if he'd be getting a hero's welcome, and I said, you know, I don't think they'll boo him for any reason. It'd be dumb if they did, but yeah, I think I think Twins fans are gonna be happy to see Jose Barrios but maybe a little happier if the Twins hit three homers off him in six innings or something like that. I was that target field last year? Buxton
0: homered off him in September, I believe, yes. and uh, hopefully more of that tomorrow. Jose, back to the target field mound. Tyler Malley to the mound for the first time in Minnesota. Hopefully the start of uh, a great year and a half or maybe more than a year and a half. Brandon, thank you. We'll talk again, and uh, hopefully the Twins are much, much better tomorrow. Thank you.